following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred, but we we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at the American Family Association blog, The Stand, on lifesitenews.com, on wnd.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out all our ideas about what you can do with your children, as well as things to watch out for online while they are at home with us during the shutdown. And you can learn more about all this right on our website at missionamerica.com. We're doing our interview now by Zoom, taking advantage of the technology. And so it's a might sound a little bit different, but we are still with you. And uh, this is a, a wonderful opportunity to do this. Did you know that May has been declared sex ed for all month? And uh, that has been done by SICUS, a large national pro-abortion, pro-comprehensive sex education group, as well as Planned Parenthood and all the whole cartel promoting radical, obscene sex ed. It really is radical, and it really is truly obscene, friends. This is the kind of material they want, they call sex ed, and they want this for our kids in schools. Well, they'll do this in school if they can get away with it, but parents, we don't have to take this. We can stand up and fight back, and our guest today has been doing this in a great way all over the country. Tracy Shannon is a mother to four children and a grandmother. She's a pro-family activist who's been pushing back against the neo-morality movement in Texas, but all over the country as well, and asking, uh, assisting parents and grandparents to do so in other cities and even in other countries. She has been associated with Texas Mass Resistance, and she's been speaking out about the radical sex ed in our culture. She also plans to protest gender clinics and expose that harmful ideology and that awful practice of so-called gender transition. Tracy's alter ego is Mad Mama Bear, and you can find her blog at Mad Mama Bear, and that's M-O-M-M-A, Bear, 
uh, at madmamabear.com, and she's also on massresistance.org. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Tracy. Thank you. It's nice to be on again. Well, it's great to have you on because you are um, sort of a source of a lot of what has been happening around the country and also a bellwether state, uh, the state of Texas and what's happening there. So tell us what you've been learning, first of all, about the month of May being declared sex ed for all month. Well, about the same time everyone else in this movement was learning about um, sex ed for all month, you know, being May, it used to be that this month was dedicated to, um, you know, not one uh, to um, un- unplanned pregnancies and and prevention of um, spreading disease. But now they've changed it to sex ed for all month because there's this big push to get children to be sexualized as soon as possible, as early as kindergarten for these sex ed pushers, if you look into it. And so this is brought to you by uh, SEICUS, which is S-E-I-C-U-S. And, um, you know, when I looked into it this month, I, you know, they, they were sending out emails and putting up on their partners' websites as well, which includes Advocates for Youth. They're putting up all these sources for at-home education for sex ed. And when you look into those sources, you find that it includes you know, topics such as anal sex, oral sex, abortion, how to attain one, um, without your parents' uh, knowledge and consent. It includes um, mutual masturbation and uh, topics such as porn. And they try, uh, which is an impossible thing to do, but they try to take a morally neutral position. But what we all know is there's no morally neutral position on these types of top topics, when you come to sex, it, it does involve morality. It does involve, you know, different viewpoints, uh, different worldviews. And what these radical comprehensive sex ed pushers, uh, they want to impose their view of morality on all of us. And they want us to bow down to it. And so it was very disturbing. In fact, looking at one of the, they had a list of 10, uh, 10 different, um, things you could look at. I think it was 10 resources. And one of the people, uh, sex educators that they recommended had 10 conversations to have with your children. And so I clicked on that. And not only were the conversations that some of them super inappropriate to be bringing up, some of these things I think you really um, should be discussed when the kids bring this up organically rather than pushing this. I mean, uh, it's pretty cringy to, you know, push discussions such as masturbation uh, really early with children. But one of the things I noticed was when I went to that, it went to the sex educator's Instagram, where it had those 10 days, you know, listed in her Instagram and, and mixed in there was a video of the sex educator. And she asked kids in the video to email her, mm-hmm. her privately questions. And so one big problem with this whole sex ed movement is we're really losing the um, inhibitions that children should have about talking to strangers in general, but also about sharing things, you know, as personal as, you know, 
as this kind of stuff is with strangers. It who wants their kid talking to someone they do not know and someone online about about mutual masturbation right. and using sex toys. I mean, if someone came up to my kid in the park and had such a discussion, I'd be calling the police because it totally looks like grooming. And if these people care about kids like they say they do, why aren't they promoting stranger danger? Instead, they're promoting this corrupted view of body autonomy, which doesn't mean my body's my my own and nobody can touch it without consent and only certain people they they gloss over that because body autonomy doesn't just mean my body my choice it means that i can make decisions about abortion it means i can make decisions about sex and that children have the right to feel sexual pleasure at any age and they contend children are sexual from birth so it's a really sick you know the origins of their thinking goes all the way back to kinsey right it does and tracy you you brought up a a whole raft of things that i want to follow up on here um one is that well first of all let me if you're just tuning in friends we're talking uh on mission america radio here with tracy shannon who is uh has a blog called mad mama bear we're talking about sex ed for kids And we apologize, but we have a disclaimer in the beginning of our show. It gets kind of graphic, but folks, you have to know because people will say, oh, it can't be that bad. Yes, it is truly this bad. Um, Tracy, when they say sex ed for all, you've touched on one thing. It's because they don't want to talk and make it teen pregnancy prevention. They want to sexualize children early, correct? Don't you see that? But also they want to go in all these different LGBTQ directions as well. I mean, it's it's trying, trying to get kid, people into all these, our kids into all these gross and inappropriate and triple X rated practices that are very dangerous and high risk. Don't you see that? Absolutely, I see that. And the discussion all the various what they call sexual orientations, I call sexual behavior. And they are pushing all that towards children as if it's normal, as if it has no consequence, and if as if you can just be morally indifferent. You can't. This totally undermines the values of probably the majority of parents in America at home who don't know this is what's being pushed to their children you know they may think okay like a lot of Americans are like oh it's it's inclusive yes we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings yes we want to prevent bullying they're hearing this version that's packed up into the rainbow box with a a pretty glittery bow and handed to the parents you know we just want your kids to have safe accurate and scientific sex ed but that's not what it is and you really have to dig down into this stuff you know and do like what i've purchased a few of the books that are being used and there's no way that this stuff is appropriate for children in elementary school for children in middle school and probably not even kids in high school simply because you need to be able to teach these things according to your own worldview with your children i'm not saying you can never have some of these discussions with your children but it should be the parents not the public school right right and the the issue is that it is not medically accurate to claim in any way shape or form that anal sex is ever appropriate or safe and that's what they're telling middle schoolers now and they're even planned parenthood in california is even now teaching 
elementary school uh, kids. They're they're conducting sessions. I mean, the thing things that are going on, and you mentioned the other one, consent. Now, the whole idea of this Me Too movement, which uh, started with the idea of everyone needs to be taught that you have consent and, as you said, control over your body. But the flip side of that is they, they as you said, gloss over that quickly and they go right to uh, not only can you say no, but you can say yes in all these various uh, inappropriate ways and to underage sex. No, we're not supposed to have be encouraging children to have underage sex. What do you say? Right. And so not only do they teach consent to children who are too young to consent, they also teach incorrect information re- surrounding some of these sexual behaviors. And I'll just use anal sex as an example. Like, like they kind of make it seem like if you just use enough lube, uh, everything will be okay. And that's just not being truthful. There's not enough, um, you know, if, if you were going to teach something like that, and I don't advocate for teaching that public school at all, but it shouldn't be presented as if there's really no risk to this or that it's not any riskier than regular sex, because there's all kinds of diseases you can catch, even if you wear a condom. And so they're, they're not presenting that because whenever you present the the risk, the diseases, and, you know, the disfigurement that happens with um, an injury that happens, they yes. don't want to discuss that. They, they call that um, creating fear. Shame but, and shame. It's shame-based. Yeah, that's what abstinence, talking about abstinence is shame-based. No, it's reality-based. Uh, go ahead. Right. And so they're really just pushing, you know, all these things without really being honest. I mean, I really don't want to show kids um, at such really young ages some of those things, right? Because that would be inappropriate to show them the pictures of uh, genitalia that's been um, affected by STDs. It would be inappropriate to show them anal injury. So, but so at the same time, since they're not ready to learn the whole story, it certainly shouldn't be presented at half a story and without all the information that it's harmful and, and, and to your body and can pass disease. And they're doing the same thing with the, you know, when you see a cluster in, in South Korea now that came from a gay club of, of coronavirus and, and, and they're like, oh, there's going to be homophobic backlash no let's just be honest that some of the sexual acts that they engage in uh, and about to be uh, say a a name of a sex act so uh, sorry but like rim jobs is that spreads covid it spreads disease and that's the the health uh, agencies have warned about that so it's not discriminatory it is not hateful to share accurate information and and they're trying to flip the script and say they're they're being the most honest and they're being the more fair but what they're doing is called grooming they are grooming young children to think that to wholesale acceptance of lgbtq behaviors and multiple genders and yeah we we have to uh break there for a second because we need to go to a break Tracy, sorry to cut you off, but um, we'll pick that right up when we come back from our break. We're talking with Tracy Shannon, who is uh, madmamabear.com and lots about sex eds. Sorry, folks, for the graphic details. You need to know this. Just remember that we, we can do something about all this. 
come back after our break and continue to listen with Tracy Shannon and Linda Harvey here on Mission America Radio. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about radical sex ed, um, and it's just amazing the things that these people think they can get away with in our schools, but they are, and the only way they're doing it is when parents aren't looking. So we're trying to clue you in, parents, so that you will pay more attention, and especially if your kids are in public schools Um, May has been declared sex ed for all month. And of course, even though we're not in school, they're bypassing uh, parents going directly to kids online with very gross and inappropriate material. You have to pay attention, even in late uh, elementary school. Tracy Shannon is our guest. She's Mad Mama Bear, madmamabear.com. Tracy, when we left before we were talking about the in- inclusivity, quote unquote, they get into all these LGBTQ behaviors. So tell us, um, you know, this is part of what they're trying to do. The the sex ed for all is sex ed for social change. That we discovered that is their new motto. Seekus and all these big sex ed cartel groups uh, explain some of that to us. Right. So they don't just want to teach, you know. A- the mechanics or about puberty or hygiene, um, they want to teach that in this, you know, social change, there's all kinds of social justice language mixed in with this. They, they actually put in like, for example, um, when they teach consent, one thing they do like on the Planned Parenthood website and Planned Parenthood is tied with psychus um, they have videos. They don't just have one example of consent. And, you know, I guess you could have more than one example when it comes to consent. But what they do is use, uh, you know, male and female, and then male and male, and then female and female consent. So they're, they're trying to push, you know, get your kids used to the idea of, you know, homosexual sex by presenting those types of consent videos same-sex couples are everywhere in these sex ed uh demonstrations and dialogues and their scenarios and all of that so yes go ahead they tell kids it's perfectly normal to have crushes on your i mean the way it's presented in a lot of the sex ed books is like it's just normal to experiment and they actually sexualize like children very young you know kind of saying that it's normal to for children to have crushes, they actually call, you know, admiration and uh, closeness with a peer of the same sex, a crush. And they call the, and they say that's normal. I really think that is a sexualization of a normal childlike behavior to have a a best buddy that is your same sex and that you like very much and that you admire a lot. I think everyone had a, a friend like that, but that's not a romantic crush, you know? Right. Right. And, and, you know, what hap- is happening is that because they are normalizing all of this down into the elementary grades, you have many children who begin to wonder, because really along about third and fourth grade, an awful lot of kids really don't like the opposite sex. They like 
their same sex friends and they are very close. They're, these friendships are very close and they are non-sexual. They're innocent and sweet until these people come in and start messing with their heads and saying, no, when you grow up, you know, you might marry somebody of the opposite sex or it might be someone of the same sex and that's okay. So these kids begin to wonder, I wonder if that's what I'll do is grow up and marry this person who's my best friend right now. That's what you're talking about, Tracy. 100%. And this absolutely is a violation of the public trust that's put into the education system. When parents send their kids to school, it's not so they can be taught about homosexual relationships or behaviors and and that they're perfectly normal or even okay. Because in many families of faith and most major faiths around the world reject same-sex marriage and and think that homosexuality is a sin. Therefore, this is like you're sending your kid off to school or on the internet at this point in time to to actually have their the family's values undermined and and to make the parents look like the enemy because the context in which all this stuff is presented in many of the children's books is that those who disagree with the idea that same sex is um, natural and equivalent to traditional marriage um, they're the bad guys they're the closed-minded and angry ones and and we're portrayed as you know paranoid for and thinking that they're trying to gay the children when that's exactly what is happening. Not only that children are questioning their, their biological sex now because of the, the harmful stereotypes that they're pushing onto children. And they're so rigid about it. They talk about gender fluidity, but you can't, you can't um, play with the opposite sex sex toys or like things that are more towards the opposite sex now without these people putting a, you know, a gender bender stamp on you and, and sending you to some doctor to tell you that you're transgender and you need to start hormone block puberty blockers and hormones and have a lifetime of being a patient and uh, surgical impersonation of the opposite sex. Well, one of the things that um, I wanted to talk to you more about what's happening in Texas, I'm not sure we're going to be able to get into it. So I'm just going to skip to something else, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things about that whole this whole grooming early on, and you've been monitoring these drag queen story hours in libraries. Now, they aren't happening so much in schools, but down in Texas, you discovered. tell us what you discovered in about a minute with one of the elementary school librarians down in Texas. Right. And you can find this story on madmamabear.com. Um, What's in your school is the art is the blog post. And we found that um, when a drag queen had been invited to the public school and elementary school during Pride Week, which was celebrated and really forcefully celebrated throughout the district, that this librarian who is a homosexual um, invited the drag queen who is also a leatherman and was exposed to a BDSM leatherman. He was exposed by mass resistance months ago. Well, these two are friends from the leather and kink community. And uh, they even discussed me in their text messages back and forth. Mm. And so we found this BDSM leatherman uh, librarian, you know, with his own kinks and fetish all over the internet. And that's who's working with the children and yes. making decisions to invite, uh, you know, drag queen to read to children, even though he knew of the drag queen 
having a criminal record for wow. prostitution. This is who's choosing role models for your children. Wow. And, and just so you know, BDSM is bondage, dominance, and sadomasochism, friends. That's the kind of people that are doing this. Tracy, we're going to be out of time very soon. Give out your website one more time madmamabear.com and also massresistance.org okay, for more thank, stories like this. Thank you so much. And you're on the on Facebook too. You do a lot of posts on Facebook. Thank you so much for what you're doing and you're alerting to people to all over the country. You're doing a fantastic job. Uh, you're, you've rapidly become one of the, the highlights and, 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 and spokespeople out there. So God bless you for what you're doing, Tracy. Well, thank you for all you do, and thanks for having me on. Well, thank you. And remember, friends, just remember, do not give up, but keep up on all of this and be aware, because with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day.